Hi. Happy Thursday. Welcome, everybody. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Hey. Long time no see. I love, uh, I went on Discord and I had everyone and I said, get your boots in here. And uh, a couple people said they don't wear boots or they don't own boots. Hey. Get, get yourself some boots. Boots are comfortable. Put on some boots. I don't have any boots either. Don't tell Go to dannerboots.com. <laughs> Danner boots, huh? I don't know if that's their website, but man, <laughs> I love Danner Just boots. Just get yourself a nice pair Made of boots. Made in Portland, they do. Let me talk about Danner boots. They oh, do, are those like a tan ones you own? Are they tan colored? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do um, free uh, uh, refabricating, basically, mm. uh, for life. Lifetime, oh, cool. if you ever have any sort of your soul like busts out no or shit. your shoelaces fray, they will do lifetime for the rest of your life refabricating. <laughs> My boots walked walked out on me. Uh mm, <laughs> got some uh you got some things to work out. Jabberwocky bought boots because of me. I have a friend who bought boots but Danner boots because of me. Oh nice. They're, they're some of the best boots. You I need to get them. you need to get yourself like an affiliate code. <laughs> Danner boots. I need to get some. I Made in Portland, USA. That's cool. Yeah. I, I like boot-style shoes, but it's always hot here. Yeah. So I'm always like, oh, are my feet going to hate me if I wear those kinds of shoes? Right. I I, uh, I would not typically talk even about my shoes ever. Yeah. But at a point, you start to notice. Like, I bought this pair of boots in 2010, mm-hmm. and you start to notice, man, I have had these boots for 10 years and they Whoa. are in the exact same condition, it feels like. Whoa. Like, they're just That's high nuts. quality, bro. Yeah. I, I've, like, I don't know. I guess it's probably, like, part of getting older is, like, you, you not always, but every once in a while, you'll you're, you'll treat yourself and you'll buy yourself a nice pair of shoes. Yeah. And I bought myself three pairs of nice shoes in the uh, beginning of the year, right before COVID hit. And I've not, I've only worn, worn one pair of them, and it's the ones I wear every day because I'm like, well, I'll just wear them out and then... You know, I'll buy a new pair. And what is out what? these days? Yeah, what is, what I know. is wearing them out mean? Yeah, exactly. You know, so I've been uh, wearing the same pairs uh, every single day. Well, They're the dope. only Sokka Tiger brand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Amir wears those, I think. Oh, does he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Abby wears them too. And we went to Europe and we, we walked by a store in Berlin. Uh, oh, yeah. You were still with us at that mm-hmm. point. Um, and they had them there. And I was like, oh, dude, these shoes are really nice. And, and uh, Abby was like, I love them. I wear them all the time. They're super comfortable. So I finally bought myself a pair this year. They were like, I think they were like, they weren't too bad. They were like 150 yeah. bucks or something. That's not bad. And that's about how these boots are. I think they're about 200, but I'm telling you. Oh, like, wow. That's not bad at all. I'm telling you like for life. Yeah. Like, they will rehem them, refabricate them, whatever. Uh, I've sent them in one time because I just like, I was like, I'm not going to go camping or hiking mm-hmm. for a few months. Might as well just send these in because they said it's free. I'm oh, gonna, dude. I these boots test are it. nice. Yeah, they're really fucking nice. Uh, I, want, I was like, I want to test it. You can't see them, and probably. And they, they make hiking boots, too. They, yeah. they make, like, some fashionable ones, but they made, like, outdoor boots. Yeah. I had, like, some of the cloth was, like, fraying a bit. And I was mm. like, I'll see what they do. And they sent them back, and they and it looked great. Wow. It was amazing. That's pretty cool. Anyway, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, sometimes you just need to treat yourself and get yourself a nice pair of shoes because your feet deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially when, you know. If, if, especially for people who who do like manual labor and they have yeah. to like really really like use their shoes. Yeah, up. I mean that's it's actually a um, it's an example used in a, a theory that uh, is like pretty proven. I can't remember the name of the theory, mm-hmm. but like a poor man spends way more money than a rich man because you buy yourself a high quality pair of boots <clears throat> for two hundred bucks, yeah, and they last you ten years. Yeah, whereas a poor man buys cardboard shoes. 
and has to buy them 200 times for right. 10 bucks right. and they've spent a lot more money in the yeah. course of 10 years. Yep, yep, uh, But yep. yeah, if you, um, if you have the money to spend on high quality, sometimes it very much pays off. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, after this, we're going to be doing, uh, or you guys are going to be painting some minis. Yeah, there's, dude. There's a lot of, there's a lot over here that could use a little bit of some paint work. I'm like, I'm like probably like 99% done with this score peck Lord that I've been painting the past two, two weeks, just two hours put into this thing and it's looking pretty good. Uh, but I think I want to repaint the weapons cause I'm still not loving it. Uh, and then I'm going to move on to some score peck destroyers. Yes. We're going to paint minis after this. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be for about an, uh, an hour, and then at six we'll get into Warhammer, and uh, we'll we'll kind of pick up some of the pieces that Naeem sprinkled into the world of Warhammer yeah, last night on the I'm new show. I'm stoked! Like, what a what a fun idea. We've been kind of talking about that, teasing that forever. Of like, mm -hmm. should we do a tabletop RPG in the Warhammer universe and yeah. then have it affect our, our fun board game? Yeah. Um, and uh, we're finally doing that. <clears throat> so if you watched last night, Wrath and Glory with. Uh, Bert, um, Knox, Fabian, uh, John, and Emily. Mm -hmm. It was a great time, and it was Naeem's first time in the GM seat. Uh, yeah. The stuff that happened last night is going to affect tonight's game. Yeah. So. Yeah, he did a great job. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I've never GM, so I don't know how like nerve-wracking it is. It's tough, man. Um, but, you know, I, I think like coming in first time and... To yeah. me, to me, like Warhammer is a very intimidating universe. Sure. Because it's so expansive and huge, and there's just like so much that can be done, and so many places you can go. Uh, I did. I thought he did a great job. Yeah. You know, it's like as long as he had fun and he liked doing it. And after we talked to him a little bit, and he was like very stoked and happy to be doing it, and we're like, dude, if you're enjoying it, man. Like that's all that matters. Yeah. Tell yourself, uh, tell a fun story to to the crew, and I think everybody will just have a good time. I've done like serious GMing like twice in my life, and it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's kind of something you get used to. Like for instance, I've done non-serious GMing quite a lot through hyperdrives, and it's just a feeling you get used to of like juggling, uh, juggling stories and and people's narratives. Mm -hmm. It's it's something you get used to, similar to just performing in general. Yeah. Uh, you you get kind of comfortable, and you just like your brain starts to really fire and, and kick in uh, but it's really getting over that initial fear right um, and I know he came in very nervous last night but yeah. he, he loosened up pretty quickly he did he did yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I purposely like broke his like opening bit where he was like about the cameras hoping that like that break would maybe like you know loosen yeah. him up a little bit I don't know if it did but yeah it was just it was it was good it was also good to see him I haven't seen Naeem in person uh Oh uh, man, I don't actually think I've seen him at all since like February or something. Yeah. Holy crap. I've seen him a couple times because I went and picked up some Warhammer figures. Yeah. I don't think I have. Yeah. Or I'm a bad friend and I don't remember. It could be that option too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I think it's really cool. I, I I think it's always a fun opportunity when you can tell two dis two separate stories. That yeah. are still interwoven in some way. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's that's a trend that we're seeing even carry on over into our our favorite entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, like Marvel's been doing it for years with their TV shows and their movies, even though it's like some of it is like partially tied in. But yeah. you know, now we're seeing a lot more. Like we talked yesterday, John Cena's getting that Peacemaker uh, show that yeah. obviously will be like tied to Suicide Squad and all that stuff. And then the Batman is getting a show. Like I I think that's fun when you can take something that is a big expansive universe and you can tell multiple stories that you know at some point converge and but then they also just like go do their own thing yeah i think that's really really cool love it love to see it you love to see it um 
Hopefully no internet stuff today. We got new fiber internet installed. AT&T. Yeah. AT&T fiber. Uh, we are sharing the network with AMC, but... Uh, it's but a it's very fiber. high. It's a very high upload speed. The so difference it between Spectrum's highest option yeah. and AT and T fiber is yeah. I mean, it's uh, five times the speed. Yeah, it was nuts. I went to do a speed test, and I'm just like, these numbers are enormous. Yeah, <laughs> I could download so much, but yeah. I won't. <laughs> it is not one G fiber, I don't think. I think it's like five up, five five hundred yeah. up, five hundred down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, that, that's uh, way, that's way better <laughs> yeah. than we were getting with Spectrum. I think with Spectrum we were getting twenty to thirty, uh, if that. Up. Yeah, I think it was eighty. I think Zach said eighty. But oh, I think, it was eighty. Oh, okay. I feel like that would be like maybe combined total because like sometimes our network was yeah. like fucking ten. Poo-poos, poo-poos. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then other stuff that we're kind of like working on. Um, we're we're like working on behind the scenes stuff for some of the shows that are happening now to just try to figure out how we can make the tech a little bit better. Yeah. I know last night I was having a little bit of issues with like music. Some of the music was probably really low for the stream, but for the players it was very very loud. Yeah. So that's probably why you heard the music kind of dipping in and out a lot on the stream last night. So Yeah, we've we've about tapped uh all you can do with, with the, the Zoom, Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to be moving on to probably Vmix. Yeah. Uh, but you know it's going to take some time to integrate that into our workflow. Yeah, exactly. So I, I'm 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 excited. Like I've also been working on some like overlay stuff. Well, oh, thanks Zoom. Literally, we said Zoom and it ended a call. It said, uh, "Do you want to? Do you want me to mess up? I'm under pressure now." You son of a bitch! I don't like it. Uh, yeah, so we're working on a bunch of, like little tech improvements behind the scenes that are going to take a little bit of time to implement, mm. and uh, uh, you know that on top of you know AMC stuff on top of prepping for the uh, road trip that's going to happen mm -hmm. in like what 14 days it's 14 days away. uh we're going on it i think it's about 14 yeah Let me so we got six days left here and then eight days in august yeah or in, uh, two fridays uh, from october now. uh so yeah we are going on a cross-country rv trip uh zach malik and i will be heading out and you'll be staying here at the studio at our server here um, and yeah, and I think we might even be taking both the dogs, but we're doing a journey across America to see what's going on out there. Mm -hmm. See what, see how the world has been, how our world has been affected by all this stuff. That, yeah. You know, for instance, uh, crazy election coming up. We will be on the road when that happens. Yeah. And I'm a little nervous about that, but yeah. also that, you know, there's a pandemic and Black Lives Matter kind of stuff going on all over the country and, mm -hmm. and protests and stuff. And we, we're just kind of going out to talk to some people across the country and i'm really yeah. really excited actually yeah this weekend i'm going to to uh visit my family san diego and even even with like how close san diego is to us i was messaging my mom and i'm like okay if we come down and we want to like go get a coffee where's like a totally like open safe place where it's not going to be full of people yeah because i have like outside of los angeles i have no idea like what's happening right uh in terms of like covid uh, obviously, bigger news items. Uh, yeah, just open Twitter, and uh, you just see our president talking about things, and I'm like, you mm. big, big old dummy. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a very, very interesting November, and yeah. maybe even a very interesting 2021. If, yeah, if we can't <clears throat> do some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, um, my mom just bought me a thing for Huck because. My boy, my boy Huck has extreme anxiety, uh, separation anxiety, uh, but we're working on it. He's getting a little better. I know just in the past few days, I've been, you know, kind of giving him some positive reinforcement when he's not whining. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and that's been helping a lot. I know now whenever I go out of the studio, he's not whining. He's just waiting for me. Yeah. Uh, but we're, we're going to take him on the trip because I think just, like, leaving him for a month uh, without me, uh, he would be pr- – that would be, like, traumatizing for him. You'll probably think you, like, left him for life. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be taking him with uh, us, and my mom just, like, called me this morning. She was like, hey, for your Christmas, early Christmas present, I want to buy this um, – it's like it's basically a dog camera that we're gonna install in the RV, and it will send a notification to an app anytime he starts barking. Uh, so we can be kind of training him on the road because also it has a treat dispenser. Mm-hmm. So it's like as soon as he stops barking, I can throw him a treat. And from he knows this, like, oh, cool. From this camera, yeah. Yeah. So he will probably the first few days he'll probably have a lot of yelps and stuff whenever we you know have to go out and you know right. do stuff and leave him in the RV for a couple hours. Right. But anyway, yeah, getting prepared. It'll be an adventure for sure. Yeah. It'll be a fun time. It'll be a fun time. Yeah, I'm excited to, uh, well, I don't know if excited is the right word. I'm excited for, for, for you guys. Of course, I'm like a little bit nervous about the things you guys might come across on this trip. But I'm hoping it's mostly like su- smooth sailing Yeah. Uh, in terms of having to deal with like the outside world and people and stuff. But I know that, you know, they're working on lining up some, some fun stuff for you guys to do and maybe potentially some fun stuff in Atlanta as well. So yeah, I think it'll be cool to get a little insight into like what the country is like. I, I told Lucas today, I think the biggest thing that I'll miss not going is uh, the food and the drinks. Yep. Going to eat a lot. Can you ship me some beignets? No. Some real ones out there. Bro, they'd be stale by the time they got <laughs> I here. I know, they will be. They will be. Uh, speaking of beignets, uh, a new season of Chef dropped today or yesterday. And I don't know about you guys, but that is like one of the most binge-worthy shows, I love that easiest show. to binge shows that uh, is probably out there next to Queer Eye. So uh, yeah. I'm gonna be watching that this weekend. Yeah, uh, I love that show. It's so good. I uh, I don't know if I'll be watching it this weekend because I got some stuff I want to catch up on. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, finish um, The Sopranos. Because I've been watching The Sopranos for the first Metis time. Metis Fathom's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Ooh, that's a good idea, actually. Sopranos, huh? Yeah, have you seen The Sopranos? I've, I've, I've seen a few episodes, but I've never binged the whole thing. I'm trying to finish it this week. Dang. This Isn't it ten seasons? No, it's... Um, or it's less than that? Okay. It's... You know what show I really want to watch? The Wire. I think it's With Idris Elba. I have yeah, not... The Wire's great. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to rewatch it, because I watched it, like, start of college, mm. and I haven't seen it since. Uh, it's six seasons. Oh, six seasons. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, I'm going to finish it. Yeah. Uh, Clubhouse stuff is going to be next weekend. And I, I think I've already decided what I'm going to do. And it has for to, your yeah, Clubhouse? Yeah. I have not decided. And it has to do with uh, a script we might have read this week. Ooh. What did we read this week? I don't know. What did we read? I can't remember at all. <laughs> um, but I want to do double. Fe- I've actually really enjoyed doing double features with the audience. I don't know uh, if you guys enjoy it, but I think it's really, really fun. Um, yes, we're doing The Love Guru. You guessed it. Ah, that's what it was. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate oh, you. Oh, nice it was Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think I want to do Halloween 1 and whatever the. I want to do the first one for sure. The second one, I'm going to let the audience vote, and it's going to be a choice probably between Halloween 2, the original, mm-hmm. Halloween, the 2018 version, or Halloween H2O. 
20 years later. So I'm going to let I'm going to let you guys decide this. If you get into the clubhouse, uh if you if you guys get into the clubhouse, which we are doing giveaways every 500, um I'm going to let you decide. I want the audience to have a choice. I want I want to see what timeline they want to walk into yeah. uh, into this franchise because it's crazy that there's so many of them. Uh, Uvaldi asking, will, will will you take us on a tour of places the Love Guru filmed? I did last year. Lucas and I went out there. Yeah, we did, dude. Yeah, you were there. Yeah, we um, we uh, it was at the beginning of October, I think. We went out to Pasadena and we we pre-recorded some stuff and then we went live one day. And we did a whole uh, live stream of going through Pasadena and checking stuff out. Uh, we allow focus there, um, but yeah. So I I should probably like dig up that vod and put it somewhere because <laughs> uh, I would like to also watch it. I don't think I actually got a chance to watch the whole thing um, after it aired, but yeah, I would I would love to. Uh, I don't know. We're not gonna be able to do it this year because these guys are taking all the IRL stuff with them, so I won't be able to do it this year. But uh, why is Cats not a choice for Adam's Clubhouse? Arslan, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, you know what? Just, just for that. How, uh, Flash. how, how more, how much more proud could you be? Like what? Like our, our pillow Zach is yeah. working for yeah. the Walking Dead. I band. know. It's really cool. That's so cool. How dare you? You made him in the show. How dare you? How dare you? He ended the show because. of you. <sighs> Uh, he <laughs> says that might be an interesting thing to use as a cutaway for when the signal drops during the IRL streams. Uh, doesn't really fit the tone. <laughs> I think people would be very confused to watch you guys IRL streaming like an important interview with somebody and then it cuts to my dumbass walking through South Pass. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like, it, I, I, I would be down to put it on YouTube if people are interested. I, I have no idea if there's an interest on YouTube for that kind of content, but I would probably cut it down a little bit. I know that there was like a couple of moments where like some stuff didn't line up perfectly, um, but yeah, I'm I'm down. I don't know. I have to ask Malika and Zach if they're okay with it, but I'd be down to, to do that. Maybe we can watch it. Well, actually, maybe not. It was like two hours long, wasn't it? Yeah. Eh, maybe not. You guys can go watch in the VOD. I think if you just search like Hyper RPG Halloween Tour, you can probably find it. Uh, on, on Twitch. Yeah. Twitch's search has gotten a little better. Uh, yeah, yeah, I notice I have to, yeah, I notice I have to type in, like, the, the channel name. Yeah. And then what I'm looking for, and it'll it'll usually find it. Yeah. Uh, just wear the Michael Myers mask every time it cuts out and sigh loudly. I could. I could do that. We were actually talking about, and we haven't, like, solidified any of this, but we were talking about kind of, like, how that would work if the signal goes out. And instead of people having to, like, sit and watch clips, we could cut to me in the studio. Uh just rambling i guess for a few minutes uh we just have to kind of like figure it out exactly like what that would be because i don't know how much more entertaining it would be to watch me just like randomly talk shit the audience what do you mean dude don't sell yourself short. oh thanks dude it'll just be me sitting in the studio with the lights off being like that's the stream i don't know what you thought this was gonna be that's just what it is and then you can cut to you whenever you want that's true God. You could just be like, hey, I guess the signal went down. I'm going to cut to me for four hours. <laughs> be like, it that looks like be... the signal's fine, but okay. <laughs> that would be really weird. Whatever you say, Adam, I guess we have to trust you. Just me sitting here with like a, signal fake, man. With a fake cat, just like petting the cat. I'm like, you're interrupting. You could get a real time. cat for that bit. That's true, I could. Uh, What do we want to talk about today? Uh, 
Movie reviews are playing games when Signal goes down. What movies? There's no movies. No, I'm just kidding. There's movies. We could talk about Tenet for three months. Yeah. <laughs> Since everything else is just being pushed to next <sighs> year. We could talk about Bill and Ted and Tenet. Yeah, I know. That's that's really the only thing uh, that, like, new movie-wise that I've seen. Yeah. Um, you've been watching, you watched a little bit of The Boys, right? I've watched a few episodes yeah. of season two. I've watched a few episodes of season one. Yeah. So we're, like, on opposite ends of this. I've watched none of season two yet, but I know that it's hugely popular with, with everyone. Yeah, yeah, people are absolutely loving it. Like, they, so they're, they, not officially announced, but Variety reported that they're doing a spin-off or there's a spin-off of the boys that's in development. Yeah. Um, and it sounds like an interesting premise and it doesn't not necessarily de- it doesn't seem right now like it's going to deal with any of the uh, main characters that are on the show right now. But apparently, according to Amazon, the second season had the most wa- uh, most watched global launch of, a, of an Amazon original ever. Yeah. With the episodes to date having grown the audience from season one by 89%. Wow. That's like insane growth (laughs) yeah and i think the boys for the most part the graphic novel by garth ennis is like pretty obscure yeah i can't imagine a lot of people i didn't even know didn't even know it was based off a graphic novel until my roommate was like they do a pretty good job with this character from the graphic novel and i was like oh Oh, it's based on something yeah which makes sense now i think i think i'd heard that years ago i think Mm -hmm. i heard someone talking about the boys Mm -hmm. uh but shit man yeah wow yeah it's a graphic novel I, i and it seems like for the most part not always it's not always the case but i feel like for the most part when we take graphic novels and we adapt them to television, they tend to work a lot better than taking a graphic novel and adapting into a movie. Exactly. It's well, not always the, the case. The format is so much more similar yeah. because it is—it's a serial thing, you know. Yeah. Or at least, if it's coming out issue by issue, sometimes right. a graphic novel will drop and it's just a novel. Right. Right. But lots of times, it's a compilation of several issues of a comic. Yeah. It makes sense. It's a—it's a series format. Yeah, and sometimes a graphic novel can be long. Yeah. You know, like a comic book is t- between like, twenty to twenty-four I pages need usually. Seasons to get yeah. over, get through this story because it's very complex. With exactly. Exactly. characters whereas in a movie it's like i have two hours i gotta jam all this right. shit in, give this very very popular character one line because yeah. they actually don't do much for the story right right uh, and that's where fans get like hey oh what the hell man yeah i think that's what makes me excited when uh you know they announce like for hbo max they're gonna do that gotham pd yeah um batman spinoff series that like takes place before the movie and i'm like well this is cool because gotham central is like a pretty popular comic amongst comic book fans or graphic not like graphic novel enthusiasts yeah so i think taking a story like that that kind of dives into the corruption of gotham city while having batman as this like background character who's like not really that well known is cool yeah totally. but i think if you made a movie out of it, it would, one nobody would probably go see this movie yeah i don't think it would work yeah especially if you're like oh there's no batman in it then people are like well no thank you yeah um but as a show you can totally do it like, i mean as as like as i didn't personally like gotham the mm-hmm. show but I think what it did for Batman lore and how it introduced so many people to a ton of concepts from the comic books, like mm. Court of Owls and all that stuff. Like I think, like it, I think it sort of like paved the way for other creators to be like, well, I want to do a Batman TV show that mm-hmm. doesn't have Batman. Like, let's do it. Um, so it's cool to see that there are more graphic novels out there like this that are gaining like huge popularity and people are like really embracing and loving. I think Watchmen is also another perfect example of that. I would love to see a Sin City. Yeah. Like graphic novel. Like I'd love to see that graphic novel series come to life 
as totally. like an Amazon or Netflix that TV is, show. Yeah, that would be cool. I think Robert Rodriguez and Zack Snyder have done a great job taking the graphic novel movies that they've made mm -hmm. and like doing really good one-to-one -one translations. Yeah. Can, all things considered, because like, again, it's not easy, in my opinion, to like take a graphic novel or a series of uh, comics that have been put into a graphic novel and like translated to a movie. It's very hard. But I thought for the most part, like Watchmen 300 and Sin City, I'm like, they're pretty good yeah. for what they are. They changed some stuff, but I'm like, okay, it works for a movie. Totally. Uh, at least for the visual aesthetic. I, I won't go go so far to say that like the stories are incredibly tra well translated uh, or well adapted for the movie theater screen, but I think like the visuals are yeah. like really well translated. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, totally. So I think it'll be cool to see like what this series does. I It is definitely like one of those shows I have to catch up on. I'm so behind. Yeah, um, I, might, I might. Maybe I'll start that after The Sopranos. Maybe yeah, I'll get into the boys because I, I saw a couple episodes of season two. Just because you know we all share a projector in one mm -hmm. in one house, and um, it uh, it was cool. I was like, this is a, this is a fun idea. And I, I mean, I've gotten the idea of like you right. know these. What if superheroes were like in actually uh, like our real wor right. world? Uh, I've seen and, Chronicle. Yeah, and it was like cool it, and high production value, and everyone looks cool and. Uh, all the characters are, are pretty interesting, so mm -hmm. I yeah, think I could definitely get into it. And so the way that they describe the spinoff series, like there's no there's no additional like info about what characters or anything, but they say it's uh, it's described as an irreverent R-rated series that explores the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and, and moral boundaries to the test, competing for the best contracts in the best cities. Yeah, part college show, part Hunger Games, with all the heart, satire, and raunch. Oh, the boys. That sounds fun. That sounds very fun. I will say though, from the episodes of the boys that I saw, the raunch factor is what I didn't like. Yeah. I was like, this is this is really trying really hard to make me think that this person sucks. Yeah. This person does suck, but like, it's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, like, but I don't know. It's I, I'm sure I'll, I'm coming in midway through season two. Those right. are the first episodes I'm seeing. Yeah, and I, I think that's like similar thing for me. Like, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of like always making modern superhero stuff that and mm -hmm. I get that I, I'm I just assuming I've not read it but I assume that the graphic novel is also a lot of that but with Netflix you have the opportunity that you can kind of like expand that raunchiness yeah so yeah I don't know like I watched the first episode of Harley Quinn the animated show and I just couldn't get into it mostly because I felt like it was trying really hard to be edgy and rated R really and Titans kind of did the same thing for me it was like yeah. Oh, yeah, we're Titans. Fuck Batman. Fuck Batman. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? It, it gets a little bit Kinda better. Hard. Yeah, it like, gets a little bit better in some parts. But for the most part, I'm like, I don't need this. Yeah. You don't need to be edgy. Like for me, Swamp Thing makes more sense. Because, oh, yeah. Like, of it's the, the horror of what monster. It is. Yeah. yeah. Even I know. Doom Patrol, for the most part, works for me. And I, I see what the boys is going for. And I get it. Like, we need that. Yeah. Like, you need to see have see that side of superheroes and yeah. stuff. Like, that's a cool take on it. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's kind of like an, it feels like it's the pendulum is swinging that way of everyone's like, let's make these superheroes dark and yeah. brooding. And it's yeah. like, I just want to watch a fun movie sometimes, too. Yeah. Yeah. Or a fun TV show. So that's where it's like, Maybe I gotta watch this from the start and really feel things for these characters before mm -hmm. I, I start trashing it. Yeah, and but I anyway, think, yeah. I, you know, and I also think like I think we're at a point now where because of like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and them kind of leading the way for audiences, general audiences, to like accept concepts like Guardians of the Galaxy and Thanos and these like 
spectacular yeah. fantasy intergalactic magic, sort of things. Basically, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much magic. I think now we can we we live in a world where we can have that, and then we can also have something very dark, gritty, and grounded like boys. Yeah, that can be really, really raunchy. Yeah, and I think like there are so many people out there who are fans of so many different tones of comic book characters sure. that it, like for somebody it it like slots into like their particular preference of stuff. Yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I like. Totally. I feel like. I feel like. I kind of have like a, a range. There's definitely a limit to I like agree. the raunchiness where I'm like, all right, this is just too much for me. Yeah, I think. I think that's what it was. Is I think I watched like three episodes in a row, and it was just mm. like, this is a lot. Man. Yeah. This is like, there's a lot of just unnecessary blood and shit, mm. and people just gruesomely dying. Yeah. And, to the point where you're like, is this a horror yeah, show? Yeah. And then weird like. <laughs> weird power sex scenes and yeah. like, this makes me this makes me feel weird after watching three episodes yeah. I'm, I need to go take a shower <laughs> have you seen I would love to know from the chat room and from you have you guys seen Project Power I have is it good I, I still haven't I seen it I don't think so oh no I thought it was pretty bad uh, oh. I liked what it was I guess trying it yeah. felt like a felt like an under budget music video oh for two hours I, uh, I don't like that. Yeah, I think fun's a good word, though. Yeah. I wouldn't say I had a bad time watching it. Okay. It was a bad movie, but it wasn't a bad time. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, I, I still have not seen it. I really want to see it. I really like Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Jamie. Yeah. F- like the, it's, for me, it's nothing about the cast, and it's written by, um, I think it's written by the writer who did the Batman, uh, what's mm-hmm. his name, Matson something. I can't remember his last name. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it was bad writing, bad acting. I think it was just weird directing and editing mm. and pacing and stuff. It, yeah. just, it just felt like a music video. Yeah, kind of, it, it, based on the trailer alone, it felt a little bit like Chronicle meets, like, I don't know, an insert superhero movie where random people get powers sort mm-hmm. of a thing. Yeah, kind of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the director, Cameron says, the directors are the catfish guys. Catfish guys? Like from the MTV show? (laughs) Really? Oh, catfish. Yeah, yeah, the directing feels really weird. Uh, Really? I don't think the actors are doing a bad job. I think they're just doing what the director said. The director had a weird vision for this movie. Weird, 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 weird. Oh, and there's a catfish movie? (laughs) What? What? How? Wow, interesting. I, I did read uh, the other day that did you see Bad Boys for Life? No, dude. Okay, Cameron. Am I the only one who liked that movie? <laughs> I thought it was ridiculous and fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I love the Bad Boys movies. Yeah, I forgot I that movie it. came out. Yeah, it was like the. I think it's. It could be the. It could still be the highest grossing movie of the year. Yeah, because that came could out be. in. Was that like February when that came out? Yeah, it had January. To have been, it had to have been right before I was like, I'm not watching movies. Now. Yeah, yeah. I I thought it was great, and I just read that those two directors are going to be directing a couple of episodes, or one, or I don't know how many, but they're going to be direct one. Uh, one set of directors on the Cap Miss Marvel TV show or Disney Plus show, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, thought, I was like, dude, that's good for them, man. I they have mi- to see that. Is that on streaming services now? I would assume. I think so. I bet you can you, probably you can rent pro- it you can on rent Amazon. It. it was January. That's awesome. I got a, I got something to look forward wait, to this weekend. Wait, wait, what? They're doing Beverly oh, Hills Cop the Four. Beverly Hills. Woo! What? Cameron, you can't you can't just drop that in there like that. That's awesome. I didn't know that. I love Beverly Hills Cop. I thought I thought Beverly. Where, was I talking to? You? 
talking with you about Beverly Hills Cop? Yeah. Was it, did, I we was, were talking about I that. I was talking like, about how they're releasing the 4K Blu-ray finally. Yeah, okay, that's what we were yeah. talking about. They, like, they did, they've been talking about doing a Beverly Hills Cop 4 for years, and then they were like, they shot a pilot for a TV show, and I forget the actor who played Axel Foley's son, but it was going to be, like, about him taking, or not him taking over, but him being the next Beverly Hills Cop, basically. Um, but that pilot ended up somewhere, like, I don't know where. I, w I, I wonder if it, like, exists somewhere online. But I remember hearing about it. this Beverly Hills Cop 4, like, last year, I yeah. feel like, in, like, like around Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I haven't heard anything about it since. Because yeah. I, I, I vividly remember, like, reading an article about it and being like, yes. Yeah. Oh, Adil L. Arby and Bilal Falah. Yeah, those are cool. the those are the directors. I, I love good like buddy cop action movies like yeah. that. Man, I, I don't know if it's still gonna be a Netflix movie or if it's just going back. Oh, never mind. Cameron says it's gonna be on Netflix. Okay, well there you go. There's oh, your cool. Answer. I think it's a really interesting time to make uh, cop movies. Yeah. Uh, public opinion towards the police has shifted. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. much. Uh, but like, what a good time to make a movie about a black cop in Beverly Hills. Like, they could say a lot with this yeah. movie. <laughs> this well, could be a very interesting movie. Well, especially because like the whole the whole concept of the of the franchise is like it's a fish out of water from yeah, Detroit and exactly, LA and it's dude. like like what a great time for a Beverly Hills cop yeah, movie exactly this could uh, be a, they could say some really interesting stuff I could also see it being really really like publicly like no yeah. this, they did the wrong things here yeah and I think that's like I think that's uh, those conversations are happening quite a bit with a lot of these like cop yeah. for example the Gotham PD show that they're going to do on HBO Max it's like we're talking about cor corrupt cops in Gotham City and I'm like how are you tackling that in terms of like how it mm -hmm. sort of like portrays or reflects what's happening in the real world? Which like, yeah, that show can totally do that. Uh, it's going to be yeah. very, uh, very interesting to I see mean, how all those things come together. Look at how the Watchmen handled it. Yeah. Like, like you could make some really good metaphors and allegories here. Yeah. With some stuff that's actually going on right now, if, yeah. you, if you want. But if if you turn the, I feel like if if you turn the other way on that, mm -hmm. then people will criticize it big time. Oh, for sure, for sure, like, for sure. I don't think people want to really sympathize and be like, ooh, look at how cool and good cops are right now. Yeah. Um, you'd probably need to set, like make some sort of statement. I think. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's got. Uh, like a few things in the works right now that yeah. like he's also doing coming to America too. Yeah, we were talking about that's what we were talking about. Yeah, the other day. and it's being directed by the director who directed um, Dolomite is my name, mm. which like I finally ended up seeing it while we were in camp social distance, and uh, I loved that movie. Yeah, I, I thought seen it was. That one yet. I thought it was really really good, though. I, at the same time, I'm like. Didn't we say everything we wanted to say with the first one? Yeah. You know, like it's such a it's such a good movie and I like the original will always exist. I'll never lose out on anything by there by there being a sequel. Yeah. But of course, just being the person I am I'm, and like everybody's like this, I hope it lives up to like what the first one did. Sure. And I don't like John Landis, but I will admit that that movie's very good. <laughs> but most of that is because of Eddie Murphy yeah. and Arsenio Hall. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I wouldn't even give him any credit for making that movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was all Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. They were filming that same time as James Bad Boys for Life. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence went to the set, if you can find that footage, for for what? For Beverly Hills Cop? For Beverly Cop? Hills Cop. I, I, if that's the case, I could see them making some like rewrites and edits yeah. to it, uh, just based off what's what's been going on. Yeah, exactly. Man, I'm super stoked though. Like, oh, for coming to America. Oh, oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I did see that stuff. Yeah, so I'm 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 pretty stoked. I think that's gonna be. Uh, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to seeing so much stuff. Like, 
it's such a weird balance because I love stuff from like my childhood getting sequels and more movies. For, for the most part, when it's a sequel, yeah. I'm okay with it. Lots yeah. of times they've done pretty well with these. Yeah. When it's a reboot though, I'm kind of uh, like, and it's Ugh. just and it's too soon, I'm just like, uh, they've not done as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of a great example where it's worked very well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if you if you're very like aware of the fact that you're making a, like Halloween for example, yeah. if you're very aware of like what movie you're trying to make, and you're really trying to like say something about the ramifications or repercussions of what happened mm -hmm. in a movie 30, 40 years ago, then I think like there is something to be made there. Yeah. But I feel like if you're just kind of like rebooting and you're like, well, we want to just tell that story again. I'm like, uh. Yeah. It, it, tell like, it again with new hip actors yeah. that are hot now. And it's not to say yeah, that like that just won't work because like Scarface, Ocean's Eleven, like those are great movies. Yeah. But I feel like. Well, I shouldn't say that more times than not because I haven't seen every single reboot. But I feel like for the ones that I've experienced, a lot of them are not as good as the previous versions that they yeah. made. Yeah, it, it, it becomes tough when it was already a very, very good movie because you just yeah. compare it to that movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or, you know, if, it, if only like 10 years have passed and you're like, it's time for a reboot, which happens pretty often these yeah. days. There's something. Wait, what? Isn't there something that's like getting rebooted soon that like literally just ended not that long ago? There's got to be. I, I feel something. like we've complained about this. Yeah, there's something. I don't remember what it was. Maybe chat room knows, but there's something, some property that just ended like not that long ago that they're already rebooting. And I'm like, damn, dude, really? We, we like we just got here. Yeah, we, it just happened. I mean, look how quickly they've like, well, okay, Batman, I would say it's not necessarily a reboot. It's like I don't know. It's its own thing. Yeah. But think about it. We had in 2012, we had Dark Knight Rises. Three years later, we had Ben Affleck. And like four or five years later, we're getting another Batman. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the same thing with the Sony Spider-Man situation. Yeah. It's just like every few years, we'll get a different Spider-Man yeah. and a new origin story. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we know. Come on. We know. Figure this out. He got bit. He got bit by something. <laughs> yeah. We get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, How many different ways can you get out. bit by a spider? Oh, uh, was it Pretty Little Liars? I was just gonna say, I feel like you. I feel like they're gonna reboot like the Twilight shit, probably like every decade. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be a reboot of like who's the hot young teen actors now. Um, which that they, wouldn't surprise me. I think it's stuff. I think it's shit. stuff like Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. These like very big and very successful franchises that I think they're kind of like. We're good. Yeah. We're like we can. We don't need to do another Lord of the Rings until. Like, the people are real. And plus, they're doing an Amazon show anyway. So, yeah. I think we're going to kind of get our fix on that. Um, but, yeah. 902. Third? Third? What? I thought there was only that one that happened, like, a few years back on the CW. They're doing it again? Jeez. Uh, I like what Tidycat said. Like, I hope they bring back Twilight, to be honest. I kind of like the idea of Twilight coming back with, a like, like a good horror director. Yeah. Because I wouldn't cool. say I wouldn't say any of the ideas in that movie are bad. I mean, some of the relationships are like, ew, rewrite yeah. that. But like, some of the vampire ideas are kind of cool. Like, let Guillermo del Toro attack on Twilight. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, that'd be wild, dude. Let's watch that. Look, I'd be honest. Like, it would get me in a theater. I'm gonna to watch, go watch it. that yeah. movie. That <laughs> like, sounds dope. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> you say you say Guillermo, and it like goes like in that very dark tone. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, we're gonna get Taika to do, and it's gonna be like what we do in the shadows. I'm yeah. Like, I'll take one ticket for that, please. Just give me like cool vampire stuff with a completely different, just abandon that weird angsty high school shit. Yeah. It's well, so I also stupid. think like, I, I think that like YA category, I think you can mature it a little bit. Oh, totally. You know, and I think yeah, like they want that. Yeah, and I think like 
that age group, they would love that yeah, shit. Yeah, they eat that shit. To oh. go into something like, yeah, it's dark and mysterious and ha, I'm going to get to go watch this and enjoy it. Yeah. That's why there was hope for the third one. It was David Slade who did Hannibal ah, in 30 Days of Night. But taking the third one, not much of a mark you could put on it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I watched the third one with my uh, girlfriend at the time because she was obsessed with it. I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? I went to the drive-in to see the first one. Which, it wasn't as bad as the others. But yeah, because yeah. I saw all of them. Yeah. Because I remember when the trailer came out and like it was such it was such like a buzz thing. Yeah. Especially in the trailer where he like puts her on her back and they like fly out the window. And you're like, whoa. And I'm like, is this a super? Like, what, what's, what's, I don't know what Twilight is. What the it, fuck? I don't yeah, know. it's pretty dumb. But like, yeah. I love like good, like, not good, but you know, I love different takes on vampires, werewolves, all yeah. that stuff. Like, Give me like a different take on it, a different idea, a different tone. When's the last time we had like a very, very good vampire movie? I mean, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, (laughs) but that's not like didn't that come out two thousand fourteen? Yeah, or fifteen? Not long after it was fifteen or sixteen, I think. Yeah, yeah, not. I mean, I'm sure, and I'm sure there are some out there that are like more indie. Uh, My last vampire movie that I liked, yeah, I I think was probably like Let the Right One In. Okay, I can't think of one before that, dude. Okay. I'm sure Cameron probably has one up his sleeve knowing him. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? I've worked on that movie. Oh, uh, it. it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. I did not like that movie. A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night? Wait, is oh, that, right. is that a real movie title? Yeah, I heard about that one. Uh, that was in 2014. Um, I haven't seen that yet, Ooh. but uh, somebody was telling me, about it, it might have been Cameron, it was probably Cameron. Uh, somebody was telling me to watch this shit. Yo, I love the poster. Yeah. Where's it streaming, Cameron? Um, Sling. Watch now. Premium subscription. All watch options. I'm pretty sure you can rent it on Amazon. I think I've seen it on there. Premium subscription on Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. Oh. Yo, it's on Shutter. Oh, there you go, dude. Oh, dude. Well, sold. I'm going to watch that now. Thanks, Cameron. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, that's that's taken care of then. Speaking of Amazon, yeah. what is this shit? Oh, Amazon unveiled a new gaming streaming game streaming service called Luna, and apparently it's going to be kind of like a Netflix in some regard. Game streaming? You don't have to download the game. You can just like hit play and it oh, just goes. Oh, okay. Which I'm like, that's kind of... So cool. with a good, good connection, you're not necessarily downloading this game to your hard drive. You're more kind of buffering it. Yeah. It says, Interesting. Uh, uh, let's see, where was it? Uh, Luna will allow people to play video games via their television, PC, and phones. The service, which is rolling out today for early access, does away with lengthy downloads, meaning that firing up a new game works more like pressing play on a Netflix movie. Interesting. And I'm like, yeah, Exactly, Almighty. I'm like, isn't what the isn't that what Stadia was supposed to do? Or I think this I don't is, remember. Uh, this might not be great at first, but I think this is a next step because we are moving things to a cloud. Like we are yeah. running out of physical storage. Oh, I know. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm you know like when it comes to consoles, it's like it comes with a 500 gigabyte drive, and you're like. What's that's gonna fit on there. Yeah, that's five games now. <laughs> yeah, because games are so massive. Yeah, five like. Uh, like big release games yeah and your console's full yeah so i think that this is probably a few years several years off depending on, i mean all of these cable and internet companies are right are basically screwing any progress but i think we're several years from this being the standard it says amazon is integrating live stream platform twitch into luna and will offer game streams for titles that are available through the service Luna will work across devices including Fire Fire TV, PCs, Mac, and iOS phones. 
uh, with Andro Android support will be available soon. Through Luna... That's cool. Uh, uh, though Luna will support playing with a keyboard, mouse, or Bluetooth controller, Amazon is also selling its own controller. Um, like, okay, but yeah, oh, cool. like, I just saw. I was I was about to say like they should obviously put Twitch on there since they own it. And right, it's like they're going to. Yeah, yeah. So they're integrating live streaming platform Twitch. But I do agree with some of the people mentioning like, okay, like how good does your internet have to be? Yeah, I feel like you'd have to have a pretty good download. If you're speed. if you're constantly like engaging something that's like downloading information, yeah. at the all the time, like you're either gonna get it at like a very shitty quality. Mm -hmm. if you don't have great internet or you're gonna have to have like really beefy like for us yeah of course we could do it here easily yeah. but like the average consumer is this like not meant for them then i don't um, know yeah i think that download speed would have to be pretty high uh you'd probably have to be in like your your probably highest download speed that your provider offers mm -hmm. but a lot of gamers already have that shit so yeah i think it, i think it'd be doable yeah yeah i mean i'm still I'm still a disc person when it comes to games, yeah. for the most part. Like I've definitely down like Tony Hawk. I just downloaded the game, um, but there are definitely some games that like I still buy the disc for. Mm -hmm. um, so like I kind of rely on that to give me the game. Yeah. And then if there's like updates and stuff, then like fine, whatever. Totally. Um, but yeah, I, I I am intrigued by it because I also wonder how many game companies are gonna jump on this and say like, yeah, we can put our stuff out there and like. Will Luna be kind of like a, I don't know, like a Roku TV for games? Yeah, I think that's a, I think it's a cool idea. I do think though, it's the main issue is internet. Yeah. Um, a young gamer mech saying that upload would have to be pretty big too, and that's where, I mean, a lot of providers don't offer anything better than like ten megabits per it's, second. Yeah, um, it's terrible. Like terrible. the best, the best we can get in our area for like a hundred and fifty a month is twenty. Right. Which we just got three hundred here today, 500. <laughs> or five hundred, yeah. yeah. So that's but, that's where it gets but tough. But it's like very expensive, yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, the average person is not going to spend. They're not going to spend over a hundred dollars for internet, yeah. You know, because it's like, why would you? You're I think it's it, it's a smart move though, yeah. Uh, to to explore this because I, I'm pretty sure we're going to get to where this is the standard, yeah. And I think it would be, I mean, I think there, I think it would be really cool to have uh, something that is like a Roku TV where you can just kind mm -hmm. of like access multiple, like yeah. I, I, ha I had a Roku years ago and I kind of like wrote it off because I was like, I don't know, it's cool, but it doesn't really have anything that I like want. But then we had the Roku TVs at the old house yeah. and I started kind of flipping through and I'm like, oh, this actually has like quite a bit of shit on it. Yeah. And then we got the TVs here and like they have new apps all the time. And then you have companies like NBC who finally are like working out deals with Roku to bring things like Peacock and hopefully eventually HBO Max to Roku. And I'm like, this kind of replaces cable TV in some sense. Totally. You know, it's like you're just kind of propagating it with whatever, you know, apps you have access to already. So if like gaming has that and you can kind of just create an account where you just have access to like all of these different video game companies and mm -hmm. all their games and their slate of content, then sure. But then it's going to be like, you know, how long is it going to be before, uh, you know, Activision makes their own and right. then start splitting kind of the way that yeah. TV is right now? Yeah. I mean, cool step yeah. for tech i think but uh i think probably, it's probably several years off from being something really accessible yeah and i think it's it's like it's just an evolutionary thing yeah, you know it's like totally. figuring this out with roku and all these other things like eventually video games will go through some, some like their own phase yeah yeah dude in other gaming news yeah among us 2 has mm -hmm. been canceled 
but what? it's because they're just going to focus on upgrading Among Us 1 because it's been so damn popular. Oh. So rather than being like, okay, guys, well, you're just loving Among Us 1. Now you can buy Among Us 2. Rather than like making a whole new game that you yeah. can buy, they're just going to be working on updating Among Us 1, oh. which is, I think, a really cool move. And yeah. a lot of people are super stoked about it. It's, a, it's that, like... Next to Fall Guys is probably like one of the most popular current mm -hmm. games right now, right? Yeah, and I think it's the right idea. Like Fall Guys, Fortnite, these games that are having like seasons and updates, mm. just keep doing those instead of making a, a new game. That yeah. seems to be the way to go. And if people are really invested in the game, then they'll they'll give you money via you know DLC and, right. and customizable characters and yeah. stuff. I think you're going to make a lot more money and passionate audiences doing that, and then several years from now you make a new game yo can we just get that for like the tony hawk games just like keep adding on and i'll just keep downloading every version that they like update yeah because that would be awesome i think that's what's so cool is like when you build one game that does so incredibly well mm -hmm. and instead of worrying about like sequel 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 it's like well how do we just continue making that one that we made better and yeah, better and better totally i think is really really cool also if you love uh left for dead 2 which I know Cameron's in the chat. I think he loves that game. It's on Steam right now for two dollars. What? Yeah, this is a classic. Time it's out. one of the best, one of the best multiplayer games of all time. Loads Steam. You can buy it right now for two dollars. Uh, it's a good. It's, I mean, it's a good ten years old, but it's still just squadding up with three homies. Uh, yeah, and they just dropped a bunch of updates. Nice. Uh, so now's the time to get that game. It is. There's. There's not a better game for three pals playing. Uh, online, mm -hmm. I love it. Nice. Still play with some of some of my old college friends. Uh, I don't have any other gaming news. Um, you don't have gaming news. What is this Wikipedia stuff? Though? Oh yeah, dude. I saw that. Um, Wikipedia on Wikipedia. They're talking about this like uh, for the first time in ten years. They're changing their look. What? Yeah. Who uh, thought that would ever happen? And basically, I was just wanted to talk about Wikipedia as a whole because I remember in high school. Whenever we'd write reports and stuff, our teachers would be like, but don't use Wikipedia. It's not a reliable source. Yeah. It would always make me so mad uh, because I think Wikipedia is one of the greatest things on earth. Uh, I think Wikipedia has evolved a lot. Yeah. And years. also, Wikipedia has always had this thing. Like, so what, what made me mad is that our high school computers had, like, basically banned Wikipedia. You couldn't even go through Wikipedia. Mm. But Wikipedia has always had, like, whenever you say something, you put a source for it. So any good article has all the sources down below. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I, I'm not going to use Wikipedia as a source, but I can find all the sources I need right here. Mm -hmm. And they're my sources. So it was a huge, awesome tool during college. It made me so mad that our high school computers wouldn't allow it. Uh, because dumb teachers are dumb. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe Wikipedia is not a good source because anyone can edit it. But like, here's a like here's a link to an article that I can go check out on the bottom of the page where the source is. Anyway, they're getting a, lo a new look for the first time in ten years because um, basically they they feel it's clunky and outdated. And that's a separate discussion yeah. of like I love the way Wikipedia looks. Me too. It's, Simple. And, I think it's very easy to use. But apparently, like, I don't know if it's new users or who is asking for this stuff because I love just text, like walls of text. That's how I prefer. For for something like Wikipedia, totally. Yes, and I'm like, I'm big on like consuming media through reading. Yeah. I don't love Facebook or Instagram. I'm all about Twitter and I'm all about Reddit and I'm yeah. all about Wikipedia. Like that's how I like learning things is by reading. And I think Wikipedia has a great interface. I'm yeah. totally fine with it. Very simple. 
and it's all just outlines. Yeah, and I mean, they, they, they literally have a table of contents. Yeah. You can literally click through anything and everything you can possibly think I think it's great. I just hope it's like, I hope it's like maybe little color changes. Sure. I don't want them to change like the layout because like, for yeah. instance, Reddit went to this new Reddit and I still use the old Reddit because it's so simple and mm -hmm. much preferred. I hate the way new Reddit looks. Uh, it's You've been on Facebook lately? I... Try not to, but Good yes. Good goddamn. Their new it's interface awful. is fucking atrocious. It's too much. Like, I don't know who wants uh, this stuff. Oh, yeah. What is this new Reddit? Yeah, uh. I hate it. It's it's big thumbnails and, like, boxes around yeah. everything. It's like, dude, just keep it simple. We all, we all are fine with this. Yeah. It does not need to look like... And I think they're just trying to get... We have to modernize new, everything. Yeah, they're trying to get new users, I think, yeah. that don't like this old look. But us... Uh, us old boys. It's kind of like the same thing with YouTube. That YouTube redid their entire interface, and now they have like that creative studio or whatever. Yeah. And for the longest time, I I pushed it away. I'm like, no, no, no. And while it does, while it's still, in my opinion, clunky, and it like doesn't work as smooth as the old, like the previous iteration of the YouTube interface. Yeah. You can definitely tell like they're really trying to like make it more user friendly. Right. But they're just like the simplest tools that I'm like, good goddamn, this is terrible. Yeah. This works so bad. Why? I was on Facebook the other day trying to find a photo to show someone yeah. and I don't even know where to find my photos anymore. Yeah. On my own profile. Yeah. I it's it's bizarre. You have to like scroll down and like right above the comment box, there's a thing that says photos. I'm like, why wouldn't oh, this really? just be at the top? Like I under my banner it. or my name, and it should just say photos. I used I to just click. be on my profile, and I'd see the photos, and then I'd click yeah. on them, and it'd take me to photos. Yeah. yeah. They keep updating all these interfaces, and I'm just like, God, man, I'm so annoyed. It's, yeah, it's wild, and I, don't, I think it's to get new users yeah. in, but uh, it's like you're kind of ignoring the people that have been fine with this. Uh, well, but, I think there's also like a really big difference between really good design and like user interface mm -hmm. and like just a shitty one like, yeah totally i was i was like scrolling through instagram and i sent this to him yeah it was, it was cool yeah it's like a, it's a ui ux designer who like redesigns the or like modernizes or updates the instagram interface it's like very clean yeah it, it like still controls almost exactly the same way like the regular like the current instagram thing and i'm like yeah if you have a, like a really good designer you don't need to overcomplicate it yeah I think and Amazon has also done a pretty good job of like mostly keeping pretty it pretty much the same. The same, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that regardless, I'm like whatever it looks like, even if it's bad, I'm still going to use Wikipedia. I think it's one of the greatest resources in the world. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I just hope it's not too different. Yeah. I still think like one of the coolest inventions that I would be like, you could charge me 500 bucks and I would buy this is basically an Alexa or some sort of home assistant, but it's Wikipedia, and I'm just like, hey, Wiki, or whatever. Right. Tell me something about this, and it just reads me the article. Yeah. I would love that. Uh, but I've sent them several requests, and <laughs> they never respond. Hey, man, it just means you're going to have to, like, make it yourself. Yeah. Someone in the chat room has heard this idea, and they're like, you know, I'm going to make it. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to make it. Uh, but, guys. It's time. It's time, time for us paint. to do some painting. It's time to do some painting. Yeah. So Which means it's time for me to set up Warhammer. I'm going to paint some Warhammer miniature figures. I think Malika might come down and paint with me. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to play some Warhammer 40K starting at uh, 6 p.m. So in about an hour. Yeah, dude. All right. Word. That's it. That's it. Uh, we're going to switch the clips for like literally 60 seconds just so I can get up and go to the computer. So don't go anywhere. Don't okay? leave. Don't leave. If you do, I will hunt you down. That's right. Three engulfing flames. That's right. 